1: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the third and final hour of the Live with
2: Rank program. And if you would like to join us today and be part of the show, 269 9595 Love to hear from you. I wanted to, what was I going to, there was something I wanted to bring up. And now I forgot. Oh, yesterday we talked about Susan Collins, Senator Susan Collins, who is going to vote for Judge Jackson, a woman who has, I think it's fair to say, a very soft spot in her heart for men who consume, look at, that's what I mean by consume, uh, pedophile or child pornography. That's why she consistently gives them very little time in jail that's the question that people who are represented by Susan Collins should be asking why are you supporting a person who is so easy on pedophiles and I think I take that back on people who are uh, who consume as she uses I think the word child pornography I mean that's disgusting Three Senate Republicans shattered party unity to advance the nomination of a State Department nominee who has been accused of lying to Congress about the terms of the nuclear agreement with Iran. Mitt Romney, we knew that would happen, but Rand Paul and Rob Portman from Ohio are all going to support a woman who lied to the Congress and the American people. Now, does that seem a little um, concerning to you? It does me. I was surprised to see Rand Paul and then even Portman. I have to be honest with you. The other day, you guys asked me, well, what does Chris Rock get out of this? If it actually was staged. I'm still looking for that frame, that shot, the frame of Will Smith's hand actually on the face of Chris Rock. Has any of you seen that yet? When I looked at it, it looked like an actor, two actors, doing a pretty good job. I could be completely wrong. I just find it interesting that there is no frame, no shot of the actual connection. Now, before I go into that, why I brought it up, I want to bring up one quick thing because a gentleman would like to talk about it. I have a big concern about this alleged plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer. I've talked about it in the first, second hour, just really quickly because Ron wants to talk about it, give us his thoughts. When I found out, do I believe there were people out there who were, had some nutty idea to kidnap the governor? Yes, uh, I do believe that. Uh, I'm being told they were drunk or high when they were talking about it many times, but I do believe that. But then I heard that there were more, or the same or more paid informants as well as uh, C- uh, FBI agents on this case than there were conspirators, and I thought that was a little... Interesting. And then we find out one of the two people leading the case in the FBI was this guy here in Kalamazoo who uh, attempted, I think, was attempting to kill his wife because she complained uh, that uh, she didn't have, um, uh, she, she he had problems with this orgy or swingers party orgy they had just come home from. And he didn't like her having problems with it. And he was slamming her head against the bedstand. It was only stopped when he, she grabbed him by the soft spot, so let's just put it that way, and, and I guess brought him to his senses. He could have been roid-raging. If you've seen, you can definitely looks like he's on steroids. Could have been roid-raging. I've been around people when I was in college, and there was football players. There was roid-raging. I saw it. And then we find out just the other day, yesterday that five not just one that i reported on earlier this week the double agent that they no one the the prosecution didn't want to testify there's five others yesterday paid informants who refuse to testify because they're going to incriminate themselves with that being said let's go to the phone lines and ron from emmett township good morning ron and welcome to the show
1: good morning um i'd like to uh I'm not going to give you the answer. I think you can think it out for yourself. But uh, there's some things about this, uh, people not wanting to testify. I can understand that very well because people know things, and it's been proven just last night on TV. It was proven in Tucker Carlson's show. What happens when you uh, get uh, in trouble or get testifying with the FBI and people like this?
2: Oh, you mean the d, uh, now, the cro- the crooked DOJ the going he, after that guy d- and, and, well, and made him, and then he who ended up killing himself?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. supposedly he did nothing, and they, right. you know, right. and they made him suffer for a year in jail or something, and then he uh, uh, was indicted for fifty-two counts when they brought him back. They released him, then brought him back, and had fifty-two indictments. Well, I, his, yeah, the, I don't
2: know the specifics, but it does and, sound and like they drove went, him.
1: They held him back again. They so They held him back from the 52 indictment trial for another year and by then the FBI had seventy five counts against him. Yeah. And supposedly he did nothing wrong. They couldn't even find anything on any of the films where he'd even right, touched right, anybody. Right. So you're saying he killed himself just before the trial. So,
2: but that's my whole point. <laughs> These guys don't want to say what they need to say because if they say truthfully what they need to say, it incriminates themselves. Why would right. it incriminate themselves if they were and, being directed by the FBI to do what they were doing? You're saying because the FBI then will yeah. come after them.
1: Right. There's so many laws on the books and, you know, uh, and it's like they always say before you talk to the FBI or say one word to them, you should always get a federal lawyer with you, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. But, well, here's uh, something
2: I, just, I want to add, and Ron, you can add to this. I received an email from a lawyer who said this. Dear Rank, the prosecution controls the granting of immunity to the informants who are testifying. Excuse me. The prosecution controls the grant granting of immunity to the informants who are refusing to testify in the case. I think that since these government informants are refusing to testify and the prosecution is not offering them immunity, that the court should direct the jury to enter a verdict of not guilty or at a minimum instruct the jury that the testimony of the informants are to be presumed to be favorable to the defendants. What do you think about that,
1: Ron? Well, These guys are in the spotlight of the United States of America. Now, everybody else is, too. Just about everybody in China has got one of us on their computer, if not more than one computer, checking everything we do and everything we say. I mean, this has been going on for some time. In 1979, we knew, or about 1979, we knew that China was taking all of our information from the federal government on our airplanes, our warplanes, our ships, all of this stuff. And, you know, uh, well, it goes back to 1923 or 33. Well, well, let's not go back and it's that far. number one prerogative. But hold
2: on, let's not go. Let's stick to with what you were saying. So, what you're saying is these people are too afraid to testify because the FBI or the DOJ or the Secret Service or the uh, CIA, whoever, it would come after them and kill them.
1: Or a Chinese uh, implant.
2: Why would the Chinese, Chinese care implants. about it? it Why would the something. Chinese care about it,
1: Ron? money some kind of a secret who knows okay maybe they may be, uh, remember our enemies are just afraid of us as we are of them all right i got your point no okay all
2: right thanks a lot for calling in i appreciate that two six nine four four one nine five nine five i think what this lawyer wrote is very correct quote the prosecution controls the granting of immunity to the informants or refusing to testify in the case I think that since these government informants are refusing to testify and the prosecution is not offering them immunity, that the court should direct the jury to enter a verdict of not guilty or at a minimum instruct the jury that the testimony of the informants are to be presumed to be favorable to the defendants, end quote. Meaning, just when you're weighing the evidence of this case, yes, those five or six people wouldn't testify because they were afraid to. And you should take that as being very, very positive to the defendant's side. Not negative, but positive. So he's something we can add here is he's right. Are they not being offered immunity? Because if they were being offered immunity, they would have nothing or no worry on incriminating themselves. So they're either not being offered immunity, and then you have to ask the question why, or they're just deadly afraid of what happens to them in the dark of the night when all this is blown over three years from now, four years from now. Why else would they refuse to testify in this alleged kidnapping case when the prosecution could say, go ahead, testify, here's your immunity, say whatever you need to say. You guys were being directed by our government, the FBI. You were being paid by the FBI. You were being paid by the tax dollar. The FBI told you what to do. Go ahead, immunity. Interesting, isn't it? 269 441 9595. We'll take a quick break, come back after this, take another phone call, and I have some interesting audio I'd like to play for you. You listen to Live with Rank. I was telling you before I went a different path because what we were talking about reminded me of that and kind of lent right into that last gentleman's uh, phone call. I'm looking for a picture because there's a million cameras. Uh, it's maybe a little of exaggeration, but there's a lot of cameras in the Oscars theater, right? Every picture, every person is probably getting their picture taken. Click,
1: click, 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 click.
2: I have not seen a still shot of Will Smith's hand hitting Chris Rock. Now, with all that's going on out there, I, I it I don't know where this is at. It it, it sounds it, it certainly looks like you know, he did this because he basically flushed down the toilet 30 years of uh good pub on him and him being a good and fine and decent man when he's, you know, now we f- find this. I mean, th- to get up on stage in front of the millions of people and do that, that you've you've got to have, uh, you're not a good and decent and fine uh, man. You have uh, anger issues, that's for sure. I guess you could still be both, right? And then we find out 10 years ago, he did it to a reporter. And then we find out from someone else that he actually threatened them if he reports something in some way. And people ask, Well, what would Chris Rock get out of this? Quote, Chris Rock adds second Detroit show in wake of Academy Award Slap. So many people now want to go to his shows. That he opened up a second night that he wasn't going to do here in the Detroit area. And I hear his tickets. They doubled them or certainly increased them quite a bit. And then this, the Academy Awards, you know, they're doing an investigation into this. Just like Hillary is going to be held accountable and she has to pay $8,000. The DNC has to be held accountable for their Russian hoax and hiding how they funded it. To the tune of $100,000. Wow, that's tough. The Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Science yesterday said Will Smith was asked to leave the Sunday Oscar ceremony after hitting him, and Will Smith told him to go pound sand. The Board of Governors met yesterday to initiate disciplinary proceedings against Smith for violations against the group's standards of conduct. The Academy said disciplinary, disciplinary action for Smith could include suspension, expulsion, or other sanctions. Quote, Mr. Smith's action at the 94th Oxers were a deeply shocking traumatic event to witness in person and on television. Mr. Rock, we apologize to you for what you experience on our stage, and thank you for your resilience in the moment. That's That's for sure. We also apologize to our nominees, guests, and viewers for what transpired during what should have been a celebratory event, end quote. That's interesting, isn't it? So these people who are this, the loving, deep, loving people from the left, they're the ones who have all the anger and violence in them. Wake Forest School of Medicine student said Tuesday that she intentionally stuck a patient with a needle an extra time after the patient joked about her pronoun pen. Fourth-year student Kachali Del Rosa tweeted that she was doing a blood draw and a patient who saw her pronoun pen laughed and said she, her, well, of course it is. What other pronouns even are there? It? After that, she started poked him an extra time. She admitted she didn't have to, but she did. Because these are kind, loving people that aren't violent at all, right, Will Smith? Right? One after another after another. And what is the, the uh, college doing about it, Wake Forest? Quote, we are taking measures to address this with the student, end quote. Does she deserve to be thrown out of school? Who would hire her? I think she deserves to be thrown out of school only because of this. You can't put that person onto the public with anything that gives her access to people where she can hurt them. That's why. If she's going to do that over a pronoun pin and a guy saying that, what's going to stop her do- from doing it in the real world? Let's go to the phone line. And, David, thanks, David, for holding on. Welcome to the show.
3: No problem. Frank, um, first off, um, Ben Franklin, one of my favorite uh, quoters, said, three can keep a secret so long as two are dead. And if you think that Chris Rock wasn't in on it also, that would be foolish. Chris Rock, I mean, he well, never— Hold on, it, hold on,
2: hold on. What's your position? You believe it was
3: fake? Absolutely. Not only was it fake, look at the smile on his face— If somebody is coming after you in an aggressive uh, manner after you just uh, insulted them, you're going to get in a defensive crouch. You're not going to sit there and idly uh, just stand there and let it happen. And if you look online, Will Smith, in, in, in I don't know how long ago it was, but apparently not too long ago, has videos showing people how to fake a slap i mean this 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 just came up uh I don't know if it was on Tucker's show or it might have been somebody maybe on Bongino's show, but somebody mentioned it, and there's videos out there. He shows people how to fake a slap.
2: All right, all hi right. <laughs> well, what came I, I didn't bring that up, but I've certainly brought, been talking about this since day one that it to me it just it just looked like an a movie theater slap and and i am wondering why there is not a still shot of hand on face
4: uh oh,
3: wait
2: if, if rank if you look at it
3: i mean it was so the the noise was just enough to say wow that it was choreographed i mean it doesn't and, and chris rock is just gonna sit there and accept it and say wow really
2: If that were me, I did. Well, Chris Rock is kind of a, um, uh, well, I won't say it. Never mind. He's not a Rock or Sylvester Stallone or uh, what's his name? The tight end. Oh, him and his brother played Uh, Shannon, Shannon, Shannon Sharp. From the Denver Broncos when they won the Super Bowl, he said if if Ed Will Smith would have done that to him, he would have beat his you know what on that stage. So anyway, Great. but he's, they're getting what they want. We're all talking about it now. I'm talking about it to ex what I believe expose what I think may be. Uh, but uh, we'll see. I I don't know. All right. Thanks, Dave. No Thanks, problem. Appreciate you calling in. Two six nine four four one nine five nine five. Just having a little fun with it. When we come back, I want to play some audio for you that uh, I believe will, well, enlighten you. Oh, and I'm going to play my song. I didn't play it last time. I'm sorry. So I was trying to think of a what happens when an atheist sees the word God or the Bible or whatever... And then becomes a religious person or a believer. And in speaking with my producer last hour at commercial break, he came up with one that I think fits. So with that in mind, remember all of that while we come out of the next break and this song that I've chosen. Because it's all about this senior who was a senior at the time who refused to do her homework, which was write out the end of, uh, Sid, uh, Pledge of Allegiance because she couldn't write the word God or she didn't believe in God. Keep that in mind as I play this next song for you and maybe even sing. We'll see. Coming up right after this, you'll listen to Live with Ring. Yeah. Listening alive it live with Rank. I told you I had the perfect song. That girl in high school wouldn't write the Pledge of Allegiance because she just couldn't write the word God. Because she doesn't believe in God. And that's what these atheists are afraid of. I guess that if she actually saw the word God, she'd become a believer, as the monkey said. And then... We could call her a trans-believer. Now, one of you said, Rank, I think what you're looking for is trans-spiritual, maybe. About the atheist, which reminds me, April 1st, that's tomorrow, is National Atheist Day. Quote, he who has said in their heart, there is no God is a fool, end quote. April Fool's Day, 4-1-2022. And that's right, Tomorrow's April Fool's Day and... On April Fool's Day, it's the National Atheist Day. And again, if you are a atheist, an atheist and you see the word God or happen to see the Bible, they're so worried that you're going to flip. We came up with a trans believer. What do you guys think about that? Let's go to Portage, Michigan. Steve wants to bring up the Chris Rock issue. Uh, good morning, Steve. Welcome. Morning, Rank. Um...
4: I There is a major problem here with millions of men. Okay. Um, I don't know if I would have gone up and slapped Chris Rock, but I think I would have looked him eyeball to eyeball and said, you apologize right here to my wife or we're going to have it out after this show. That, but he's a comedian. He said,
2: was absolutely wrong to do. Well, first of all, he's a comedian, right? And you, I
4: don't care, Greg. I don't care if he's a comedian or not. I don't care if you are the Pope. You don't say something like that to somebody.
2: Hold on, Steve. Steve, hold on. What was so offensive that because she was bald, he talked about uh, the G.I. Jane movie? No, she's got a medical... No, 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 no. no, no that's not what the joke was about. The joke wasn't about her medical situation, and he's saying never knew about her medical situation. The, the, the joke was this. Hey, it looks like, because she, apparently, was she in G.I. Jane 1? I didn't know that. Uh, that was a Demi Moore movie. Uh, but I didn't know that. So the joke was about her being bald and being in the G.I. Jane 2. And it was not about her illness that he now says, believe it or not, doesn't matter, It, it, it uh, he didn't know about. But... Even if it was, But he didn't bring up her illness. That's why,
4: I Rank, if, if, if uh, Will Smith had gone up there and said, you apologize to my wife right now, and, and Chris Rock stopped and explained, hey, I didn't know that she had a medical disorder, different story. But the
2: point is, Chris, I, I would not allow it. I will, I will tell you, I fired a doctor. You from- would have walked up on stage. In a moment like that, instead of dealing with it uh, outside of the limelight afterwards and dealing with it then, that's what you would have done. Well, I mean,
4: whether it would have been a fight or whatever.
2: No, not a fight. I'm just saying I agree with you. You shouldn't have to fight over something like that. That's just an animalistic, hostile, violent nature of him. Uh, I, I, I would say that you just deal with it. If if it if it truly was what occurred, what we're ta- being told has occurred. You deal with it afterwards. That's all. That's all. I'm well, saying. hang
4: on, Rank. I understand that you might deal with it afterwards, but you deal with it right at that point to let your wife know that you love her and you and you're concerned about her. And I did that with a doctor. My okay. wife died of terminal cancer, and the point is that I'm making is that this doctor came in and had horrible bedside manner. And my wife has got tears in her eyes, and I walk out there, and I look this doctor in the face, and I told him. I said, don't ever come back here. I don't ever want to see you again.
2: All right. All right. Thanks for your thoughts, Steve. Appreciate it. 269-441-9595. I want to play for you. Talking, of, We earlier talked about wokeness and woke um, companies like Disney. And I would be very, very concerned if I had a child. And I would seriously wonder if I'm going to uh, let my child, A, go to any of their parks, certainly look at any of their movies, because these people are... And I've been looking for the word. Is it perverts? They so much want to get into your... Four and five and six and seven and eight and nine, ten year old bodies. They want to t- talk about sex and gender and their genitals. And it is, that's a pervert. Something's going on there. And twofold. There's an interview the other day with Governor DeSantis who's on Tucker Carlson. You need to listen to this. I like this guy, DeSantis, who's sticking up for kids. And The whole lie that they all put out there about the don't say gay bill, as you know, there's nothing in there. The word gay is not even in the bill. And again, that should tell you never to listen to any mainstream manipulative news, any pundit, any politician. And If any of them ever said it was a don't say gay bill, don't listen to any of them. They're all complete liars or they're idiots. They're ignorant idiots who are going to make... From a position of power, they're going to make comments about something they know nothing about they never read. Either way, why would you listen to them? So here's an interview with DeSantis the other day. I think that is a very, very interesting. And you'll hear within it executives from, if you haven't heard it already, executives from Disney and what they're trying to do to your kids.
0: Well, this bill is about providing protection so that they know they can send their young kids to school without them being sexualized, without a school telling a young girl, for example, that she may really be a boy. And if schools are trying to do things that impact uh, the health and well-being of the kids and they're, they're undertaking certain services, that parents have a right to know that and provide consent for it. So this is a real bill that empowers parents. It protects our kids. And for a company like Disney... Uh, to say that they, this bill should have never passed. First of all, Tucker, they weren't saying anything when this was going through the House. They only started doing this because the mob, the woke mob, came after them. But put that aside, uh, for them to say that them as a California-based company are going to work to take those California values and overturn a law that was duly enacted and, as you said, supported by a strong majority of Floridians. They don't run this state. Uh, they will never run this state as long as I'm governor.
5: Yeah, they haven't improved Orlando, I noticed. Why don't they throw some money into downtown Orlando and help the people who live there? I, I have to ask you, this, since you're on the topic of Disney, journalist Chris Rufo, who's really done a lot, has just obtained a video of an all-hands meeting at Disney. The meeting was in response to the legislation you signed in Florida. Here is Disney corporate president, Carrie Burke. Watch this.
6: I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually. Um, uh, one transgender
2: child um, um, and one pansexual child. Um,
6: and and also as a leader. Many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories and 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 yet we don't have enough leads. Um, and narratives in which gay characters just just get to be characters um, and and not have
2: to be about gay stories.
5: So I don't understand why an entertainment company that makes animated movies gets to control legislation in your state.
0: Well, and especially, Tucker, you got to wonder, like, why is the hill to die on to have transgenderism injected into kindergarten classrooms or woke gender ideology injected into second-grade classroom. Why is that the hill to die on? Meanwhile, if we had done a bill that prohibited uh, talking about the abuse of Uyghurs in China, Disney would have supported that legislation because they (laughs) don't want to say a word about that. So it's just an odd manifestation of their corporate values that they actually do Disney cruises, Tucker, to the nation of Dominica which criminalizes homosexuality. So they're fine doing that and lining their pockets. They're fine lining their pockets from the CCP and all the atrocities that go on there. But it's those kindergartners in Florida that they really want to have transgenderism uh, as part of their core
5: curriculum in school. And talking to kids about their genitals. Like, I, I thought that was, I'm not a lawyer, I thought that would be a crime, right? No, it should I've be? have been
2: talking about that for a while, Tucker.
0: Tucker I mean I think about when I was in school we just did schoolwork Uh, you know we did we did things like math and science and reading I don't even know how this would become fodder for for a second-grade classroom Uh, and so the fact that they're going to this lengths to try to torpedo legislation that I think ninety percent of parents probably view as just common sense um, it really makes you wonder you know about what's motivating this decision making
5: It, it really does and just to be clear final question I read the bill. It doesn't say anything about gay marriage, does it? Is it not an anti gay marriage bill? Tucker, Tucker, the word gay is not
0: in the legislation. So they say it's banning a word that literally isn't even in the legislation. It's not even like they're misrepresenting the way the word's used. It's not even used in the bill. It's a a fake narrative. It's a lie. But it's a lie because they have to lie because if they admitted what they were really for, sexualizing kindergartners and first graders, they know that would not fly with the public.
2: Now, let me, I don't know if you caught that, but the first, audio that they went to a very high level i don't know if she's the president or whatever of maybe a president of the one of the divisions that woman who says i have two children one who is transsexual and one who is pansexual what do you think the odds of that is ladies and gentlemen What do you think the odds of one mother, one father, having a transsexual and a pansexual child? Pretty high, I would say. Or could it be the mother who's making them, forcing them to be that way? And pansexual... Is what? Here's the definition. Pansexuality is sexual, romantic, or emotional attraction towards people regardless of their sex or gender identity. Well, isn't that bisexual? Why did you have to add the word pan to it? You listen alive Live with Rank. We'll be right back after this you listen alive Live with Rank, thank you very, very much for that. I want to play one more clip. Here's another Disney executive talking about putting as much queer things as, her word, queer, quote-unquote, things as she can in every movie, and she can't believe she gets away with it at Disney. It's
6: like, I love Disney's content. I grew up watching, you know, all of the classics. They have been a huge like informative (laughs) part of my life. But at the same time, like I worked at small studios most of my career and I'd heard, you know, hear whispers. Like I'd heard things like, Oh, you know, they won't let you show this at a Disney show. And I'm like, okay. So I was a little like sus when I started. But then my experience was bafflingly the opposite of what I had heard on my little pocket of like, you know, proud family, Disney TVA, um, the showrunners were super welcoming. Meredith Roberts and like the, the our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my like not at all secret gay agenda. And so like I I feel like I felt like it was I mean like maybe it was that way in the past, but I guess like something must have happened in the last like like they are turning it around. They're going hard, and then all that like momentum that I felt like that sense of I don't have to be afraid to like. Let's have these two characters kiss. Let's, in the background, this are, like, I was just, wherever I could, just basically adding queerness to, like, the, if you see anything queer in the show, around proud of them. But, like, I, I just was like, no one would stop me and no one was trying to stop me. That's an executive? I was, like, a little sus. Uh, like, you know, like, like, maybe, like... Yeah, maybe like
2: like maybe and maybe like and maybe it's like like and I can't believe I was putting queer things everywhere here, there, there. And it was all getting and yeah, I'm an executive. I'm a big shot at Disney. I have two questions for her. Are you a valley girl? Number one, like like, excuse me, like per se, a valley girl. Number two, were you paid for every time you said the word like? That's. All I would like to know. Now, do I get paid? Because I just said the word like. Whew. Be very, very careful. I'll tell you, it's everywhere. These perverts, they, they just want to push sexuality on kids. That is a pervert. That is a person who has a deep-seated problem. To sit and look at four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten-year-olds and think about sex and gender and their genitals and them needing to know about who you sleep with on the weekend. I have. Remember the kindergarten teacher yesterday? I, I, I just can't believe I can't tell my kindergarten students. You know, we're trying to build a relationship with them. And I, I can't tell them how I sleep with a man over the weekend. I don't, I don't know. do. Disgusting. Disgusting. These perverts are disgusting. Now. Let's go back to the Academy Ward situation, no Oscar situation. Mike wanted to mention it. Uh, Mike, good morning. Welcome to the show.
4: Good morning. By listening to this time, we're never going to get back, huh?
2: I'm sorry, you're very hard to hear. You're, are you on a speaker phone? Uh, yeah, my other thing's broke. All right, it's very difficult to hear you. But real quickly, Michael, go ahead then.
4: Okay, last week had the uh, NASCAR race, they interviewed a guy named uh, Ultimate Warrior.
2: Mike, I am I, Mike. I am sorry. That is so hard. It just about, we hear like the teacher from Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, I apologize for that. Well, but uh, if you can call back when you get your phone fixed or whatever, I'd appreciate that. It's just people won't be able uh, to hear you. That's uh, too bad. I wanted to hear what he had to say. But I, if I couldn't understand it, I'm assuming that you guys uh, couldn't either. Be very, very diligent. It is, your children are under attack from so many these days in the, in the school, corporate business, public schools. They're being attacked in the Hollywood. It just, parents have to be more diligent than ever before. Thank God my wife and I didn't have to deal with this with our kids. But certainly if you guys, you know, I have to admit, it doesn't appear that it's, it's as bad in Michigan as other places. When it comes to the sexualization of these kids, there's other things that are bad. But I'm hoping any of you who have issues with your schools, reach out to me. You know, if I find them to be uh, truthful, we need to inform other parents of what's going on. Now again I I compliment Michigan right now I have not seen any uh overboard when it comes to to the these teachers or these whomever wanting to discuss sex and gender and everything with these kids there's again other issues that we've been covering and is pervert the right word of these people who keep wanting to push sex on your kids and gender and genitals and everything else that they want to discuss. It's, it's sickening. It's very sickening. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the show today. Tomorrow, Free Speech Friday. For those of you who are new, that means you can call in with whatever you'd like. It doesn't have to be with what I'm talking about. So we'll talk to you tomorrow at 9 a.m. You're listening to The Live with Ring Show.